Hi, and welcome to the I Meet Hotel podcast with industry updates, expert guests, and musings on what the future of travel and hospitality might look like. Every week, we'll bring you a new topic we find interesting through our work in this business with your host, Kristen Lipinski. We also want to hear from you. If there's something you'd like us to talk about on one of our next episodes, email us at info at imeethotel.com or find us on LinkedIn at imeethotel. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to I Meet Hotel, the podcast with me, Christian Lipinski. Now, I'm excited to announce we have our sustainability webinar coming up on March 17th. We got some incredible guests lined up for you, including the United Nations World Tourism Organization and Green Key. So you are not going to want to miss this one. So head over to imeethotel.com to find out more and pre-register. Now on with today's episode. This week, we have the CEO and founder at Hotel Time Solutions, Jan Haney. Jan, welcome to the show. How are you today? Um, very well. Thank you, Christian. Thank you for having me. Uh, absolutely. So I think we should just jump right in and get started. Now, first, I think our audience uh, needs to get a little bit of background. So maybe you can tell me a bit about your professional experience and why you founded Hotel Time Solutions. Right. Well, my hospitality experience started at my father's hotel. So when I was very young, you know, my father used to operate a hotel mm -hmm. uh, for a few years. We actually used to live in that hotel. Okay. So hotels, you know, were always in my blood, you know, since my childhood, you know, I would know exactly what's going on in, in the hotel part. We had a restaurant as well. So I knew exactly what was happening, you know, in the kitchen with the stocks. Um, so hotels were just uh, an integral part of my life, right. uh, but I didn't like that. Uh, what I wanted to do instead was to pursue my career in, in IT, uh, in, in, you know, programming development. Sure. Back then, computers were just arriving, starting. Um, I liked everything about them, you know, the games, you know, the fun, the programming bit as well. Right. So I didn't really want to, uh, to continue with my father's you know, yeah. career in, yeah. in the hotel and pursued IT. But, um, you know, as with everything in life, uh, there was a chance to combine those uh, two approaches mm -hmm. at, at one moment mm -hmm. uh, when I joined um, an IT company um, that was uh, discussing the creation of a potential booking engine or mm -hmm. BMS, we would call it, um, in the cloud as the internet was just arriving and I quickly understood that would be something very close to my heart um, and I was at the beginning of those discussions right. um, and that's why or how Hotel Time started mm -hmm. in uh, 2002 actually. So uh, about Hotel Time I mean maybe you can tell me a little bit about what you guys do there. Mm. So Hotel Time is a cloud-based property management system so our goal is to provide a state-of-the-art, fully featured, uh, future-proofed mm. uh, property management system. Mm. Uh, our target group would be middle-sized and big-sized independent hotels and groups. Mm -hmm. uh, that's why um, in our platform, we feature a lot of uh, modules that not only take care of the hotel operation, but also of the F&B side, spa side uh, and mm. and about conferencing as well mm. 
So we're trying to be a good platform for more complex resorts that um, have a more complex need uh, as to uh, what kind of, you know, PMS system sure. uh, they use. And that, uh, I mean, that's a, that's a good lead into my next question because, you know, for our listeners, you know, PMS or property management systems, I mean, are a vital, vital part of hospitality. Now, from your experience, maybe you can dive in a little bit more into the roles and responsibilities of property management systems and how do you think this will evolve in the future? Well, Christian, this is a, a very, very good question because uh, the responsibilities of a property management system, you know, have been changing quite a lot uh, in the past, I would say, say 10 years at least. Um, and uh, it's a discussion that that uh, needs to be had because mm-hmm. uh, it's it's uh, very unclear what the the future of the PMS should be, um, and people like me and, and and my colleagues and competitors are discussing it uh, right now. Um, so when I start with the past, you know, in the past, uh, the pro- a property management system would be the only system the hotel would use actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the hotel would use it for everything, uh, you know, storing bookings, obviously check-ins and check-outs, mm-hmm. but also, you know, accounting, payroll. It used to be sort of an ERP system sure. in the past. Um, and that's, that's also why the name uh, uh, is a property management system. The system was supposed to manage the property from A to Z. Sure. Uh, and it, it had some sense because, you know, uh, the system had to run on a server in the hotel. Mm-hmm. And if you had a, a server in the hotel, then you would expect, and I'm talking 20 years ago, uh, you would expect your PMS to do everything for you. Mm-hmm. And this is way before the internet or yeah. integrations and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, at the moment, at the present, you know, uh, PMS, you know, definitely needs to do a lot more. Uh, it still has to do a lot of things it used to do in the past. So it's still, it, it still stores bookings and do, does check-ins and check-outs. Um, maybe not too much of an accounting and a payroll, you know, companies now have third-party software for it. Right. But at the moment, the PMS needs to integrate a lot more systems that, uh, you know, they used before. Mm-hmm. So systems like channel management systems, booking engines um, are now uh, an integral part of what a PMS either should do or should be able to integrate with. Mm-hmm. So it's more integrations. And as to the future, uh, the, fu- uh, the PMS will definitely evolve. The role of a PMS will evolve uh, into the future. Um, and it will most likely include a lot of automation features as well as more integrations as well. And I think uh, while we're discussing technology, I mean, uh, there's there's a lot that goes into it and can get quite complicated uh, for many. And I mean, really, technology should simplify things. So I think we should break down a little bit more uh, into these different things. So you, you mentioned cloud-based. Um, maybe we can talk a little bit about that um, with with legacy versus cloud-based and what this means when a hotel A is looking at these things? Uh, of course. So when we say legacy systems, uh, we tend uh, to mean uh, that uh, that's a PMS system that 
that's usually on site. So the, the PMS system is installed in the hotel on a local hardware. Uh, that's why we call it legacy, because that's exactly how uh, PMS has worked before. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes uh, we also sort of point a finger at a certain system that used to be on the market, you know, 30 years ago, and it's still on the market. Um, even that system has evolved, but uh, some hotels would be running an old version of that system. So that's also why we call it legacy. So generally speaking, it's uh, it's a system running in-house on a local hardware, typically for a long time uh, that was installed, you know, a long time before. And it's definitely not cloud-based. So when you want to access this remotely, you need to have some, you know, Right. VPN access set up by your IT person or team viewer access that you use to control the local computer. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to a cloud-based system uh, that is built for the cloud, which means you can access it with your web browser only mm-hmm. uh, from any device, you know, a PC or Mac or a, a mobile phone. Right. So the way uh, the PMS system is technically built is, is different um, and it's built for the cloud. It's built for being accessed uh, through a browser without needing any local infrastructure in the hotel, meaning servers. Right. Uh, the only thing uh, the hotel needs to access the cloud-based system would be, of course, the internet connection. Mm-hmm. And I know there's been you know, a lot of uh, kind of concern on cloud-based uh, storage of information. You know, and that may have been a couple of years ago. Uh, you know, security and things like this have gotten so much stronger. What, what do you think is, you know, the two when it comes to security? Do you think cloud-based is at its point to where it's got a tight security and that this is something that consumers shouldn't worry about? Well, I think, uh, again, this is a very good question because uh, every cloud-based PMS operator, in I'm sure, invests a lot of money into uh, the security of their systems. Because if that system got compromised, you know, uh, the whole future of the PMS company would be at stake. Uh, And I've been telling that to a lot of hoteliers, you know, that the level of of, um, resources uh, we can put into securing uh, the operation and the data security of our platform mm-hmm. is is way way higher than uh, than if you compare that uh, with a local server in a hotel, mm-hmm. that's usually managed by an external IT guy. Um, uh, but there's also a free Wi-Fi network um, uh, in the hotel, which is actually the same network as the local server is connected to. Right. So usually on-site systems and 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 IT people managing those uh, systems are are not able to put such effort into securing right. um, uh, the PMS. Mm-hmm. So I think cloud-based systems are actually more secure. Uh, because of that mm-hmm. yeah and it makes it makes a lot of sense and as you mentioned you know uh, these companies are staking uh themselves their whole business on the security of you know, how secure their cloud-based uh systems are i i think i got most of that i think you know there's 
Um, there's definitely, I can imagine me and you doing podcast two, three and four down the road, but let's move along. We have, uh, APIs. This is another big thing that's used in, mm-hmm. you know, hotel technology. I mean, for any technology, uh, online, um, specifically, maybe you can briefly discuss what an API is, uh, specifically an open API and how hotels can benefit from an open PMS. Sure. So API actually stands for Application Programming Interface. Um, and the term was created again a long time ago when uh, computer programs started to interact with each other. Mm. So currently, instead of API, we can also say an integration. So basically, an API is a means how systems can communicate with each other. Right. Um, and then uh, an open API infrastructure in that sense, and especially uh, in, in the PMS world means that uh, the PMS is opening its APIs to the world, which means that different third parties can connect to the PMS mm-hmm. using those APIs, can integrate with the system using the documentation that's openly available. Okay. Um, and and interact with the PMS. Uh, And what we we would call an open PMS is a PMS that is very much open to uh, third parties to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, Those PMSs do not dictate the hotel what kind of partners uh, they should work with. Uh, which can be as simple as a channel manager or an FNB system sure. where previously uh, systems, PMS systems that were not open would dictate a, a certain channel manager or an FNB system to the hotel right. that you would have to use when you are using that PMS. But an open, open, open PMS would, uh, would allow you to, to choose freely from, mm-hmm. from those suppliers. No, that's fantastic. And I think having uh, a greater availability is what hotel A's want now. Um, you know, they use something for so long and they got to get locked in it. But then when you see these other technologies and what they can do uh, for their business and not being able to transfer over to using them because those systems are locked uh, really limits them to what they can do. Uh, you know, Absolutely. as many of our listeners know, we love technology here at IME Hotel. It's one of our main talking points. Uh, we think that, you know, it's definitely something everybody needs to get into to uh, keep up with the new demands of travelers uh, is, you know, to have the latest and the greatest, you know, from self-check-in, digital concierge, keyless entry. You know, I'm curious to get your view on automation in hotels. I mean, do you think this is the way of the future that we're going to have less human contact or uh is it good or not? What do you think about automation? Well, uh, well, we believe in automation a lot in hotel time. Uh, and I think it is the future. Mm. Um, but if you think about whether it's good or bad, you know, I think it also depends uh, on the actual hotel, on the actual guests, mm. uh, on the requirements of the guests. So it can be good or bad, depending on on what your uh, opinion is on a certain subject. So for instance, if you have a a city hotel uh, with a a self-checking kiosk um, and keyless entry into the room, Mm -hmm. uh, for a business traveler, uh, that that is probably a good thing because that person is usually looking for the shortest route route to the room without having to talk to too many people um because you know that person is usually 
uh, tired and yeah. and wants to see the shower instead of a person. Yeah. But if you're uh, thinking about uh, leisure travel, um, you're going away uh, for a nice weekend with your partner, then you are more interested in, in service uh, and you actually want to talk to people and, and, and enjoy yourselves. Mm -hmm. So I think, uh, you know, automation and all these uh, features uh, you mentioned are just a tool uh, and it depends on how you're going to use the tool as a hotelier to support uh, what the hotel stands for. Mm -hmm. For us in, in hotel time, automation is more about uh, allowing the PMS to uh, automate as, as many tasks in the hotel as possible okay. in order to uh, allow the staff to actually take care of the guests, you know, mm -hmm. instead of having to do manual work within the PMS. Mm -hmm. And a lot of things can be automated, you know, these days. Um, I mentioned uh, channel managers is a good example. Mm -hmm. um, I still know hotels that that you know don't use a channel manager and but use staff to update you know OTAs and mm -hmm. and put bookings into the right. system, which is crazy. Um, you know, I still let me let me uh, pause you for that. Why why do you think that sure. is? You know, what why do you think that? They haven't gone into using these these new systems and they're still doing blockouts mm. manually well uh the the reason for it is that uh hotel technology has been you know changing mm. uh a lot lately mm. uh the pace of the changes is picking up uh the amount of hotel tech systems that you can get is increasing rapidly right. Uh, and it's becoming a very complex environment that's that's very, very difficult to navigate. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it's also more costly. So if you uh, decide to use five different hotel tech systems that yeah. will eventually improve your guest experience and save you a lot of time for your staff, uh, it still means an additional cost uh, to pay for these systems. Mm -hmm. um, and it's very, very difficult for a, a hotelier to navigate the landscape, you know, to understand what kind of tech to choose, what's the best hotel tech stack for, uh, for that property. Mm -hmm. um, some hoteliers are not able to see that for themselves or have to focus on a lot of operational issues. So they tend to, you know, not think about technology as something that will help them improve mm. the situation. They tend to think of uh, hotel tech just as, as cost. Right. Uh, and at some point in some hotels, in some regions, uh, some countries are different than others in, in that sense, mm -hmm. uh, you know, end up, you know, doing a lot of manual labor instead of or manual work instead of, of automating things via hotel tech. Mm -hmm. I think it's that uh, old terminology. If it if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, exactly. And you know, but I think you know, providing content like this, uh, the podcast that we're discussing, um, you know, all the online content that's available out there, uh, these hotels that are still using these old systems, everything's available online, and there's been so much usage of it now. They're able to see the benefits of it. So I, you know, I always recommend, and this is why we produce content is to get that kind of information out to our hoteler community. 
Um, well, exactly, Christian. I'm I'm very happy that you've been doing these things because you know this is exactly what needs to be discussed, and and it's a great way how to help hoteliers understand what their options are. Yeah. And I think from a PMS point of view, it's it's our responsibility as a PMS company to do the same mm-hmm. to provide an open API to, to uh, explain to hoteliers what kind of features would help them uh, eventually improve the guests' experience, but also automate manual work within the hotel. So I'm very glad that you're doing this and, and I can contribute. Oh, yeah. And I think uh, with what you guys are doing at Hotel Time um, is really in line with IME Hotel and the kind of values and what we like to discuss. I mean, uh, we we are ticking over on time here, so I got to ask you two more questions before we wrap mm-hmm. up. Uh, one is that is what I like to ask all my guests. I mean, besides what we talked about with the automation uh, and the PMS, what other trends are you seeing happening in hospitality that hoteliers should take note of now? Well, I think the most important uh, thing hoteliers should uh, pay more attention to uh, are their guests, really, you know, mm. because the guest uh, is is changing as well and is, is more demanding and rightly so. Mm. So I think hoteliers should really... Uh, uh, focus on a, a personalized uh, and pleasant experience for their guests, you know, mm-hmm. and it's not uh, always something uh, that's on their mind as, as the top priority, right. uh, but it should be, you know, and it can be everything from, you know, personalized communication, mm-hmm. either personal or via, you know, automated email yeah. emails or, or chatbots. It can be everything about, you know, how pleasant is the check-in and check-out experience. Um, it can be everything about what a guest uh, expects in the room. You know, if you're a business traveler, you probably would like to be able to order a, a bottle yeah. of wine. If 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 you're a family, you need you need to make sure you want to make sure the hotel understands your needs. Yeah. Uh, that you know, with the kids, you know, so. I think it's all about the guests and and, yeah. and personalizations, uh, 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 and hoteliers should really pay attention to that, and and should also choose uh, hotel tech, not just PMSs, but mm-hmm. but other hotel tech that will support, um, you know, the the happiness of of their guests and and how happy they were with the stay. Yep. No, exactly, and I think that uh, the, the the change during the pandemic is now people are traveling with more of an intent uh, to mm. travel, not just to stay overnight in a place. They, they want to travel for longer in the one place, and but less frequently. So I think building that guest experience and personalization will build customer loyalty a lot more than it would have a few years ago. So 100% Absolutely. on that. Um, lastly, uh, Yan, before we go, if people are interested to find out more about Hotel Time Solutions, how can they do so? Oh, uh, so... Thank you again for this. Uh, the best way to reach us is to visit our website, www.hoteltime.com or our LinkedIn page where we publish, um, you know, industry insights, uh, our opinions on, on different subjects and, and features from the PMS world. Mm-hmm. So I would say our LinkedIn profile as well as website mm-hmm. would be the best way to reach us. 
Perfect. So go check out Hotel Time Solutions. Uh, they have a lot of great content on their LinkedIn page. So make sure you go follow them. Jan, I appreciate you joining today's episode. And hey, thanks for all the fantastic insights. My pleasure, Christian. Thank you very much for having me. Cool. I think we'll wrap it up here for today. So to all our listeners, thank you for joining. We have another great episode planned for you. So watch this space. Remember to stay up to date with all our events by signing up to the I Meet Hotel mailing list and visiting us on LinkedIn and Twitter. Or hey, you can go old school. Email us at info at imeethotel.com. So today we talked, we questioned, we learned, and most importantly, we hope we gave you something to think about. Also, if there's anything you want us to cover in future episodes, we've got a podcast team that's eager to dive into some weird and interesting research topics. So get in touch with us and let us know if there's anything you want to know about hospitality. The I Meet Hotel podcast is a production from I Meet Hotel and Bidroom, the first subscription-based online travel community. Visit bidroom.com to learn more.